like a, a little, maybe like Bobby McFerrin beat to get you going. And remember that name, Bobby McFerrin? Don't worry, be Don't happy. worry, be happy. Don't <laughs> worry, be happy, man. So that's that's the theme tonight. Don't worry, be happy. Don't, don't worry when you lose that bet, bro. Just be happy because guess what? You're uh, probably going to no sweat. You're going to get the bonus bet. And you're going to be able to live another day. Uh, Jigsaw, Dave. Jason here to live another day. And I'm living another day because who said was going to be the best wide receiver on the slate last week? That was Mike Evans. I said he was going to be number one. And where did he finish, Dave? What, number overall? One. Number one. In, in oh, our like, bracket. Finish number one. No, McCaffrey had 0. 0.4 more points. But oh, he was the best receiver. Good. Yes, best receiver. Yep. Okay. Yep. Yeah, I was right. So I'm going to give myself credit. Um, so I win. I take it down. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to spoil because nobody's going to talk about it except me. But that's okay. Again, WindailySports.com. Make sure you give us a follow at Windaily Sports. Make sure you're liking, subscribing to the show. And again, as always, get into those discords, man. They, you know, Jay's dropping ladders. Dave's dropping bets. Everybody's having some fun, man. Little SGPs. My man Chuck was hitting me up today like, yo, when's the NBA SGPs coming back? I told him. I promise they are coming back. Just working behind the scenes some things but man this is this is the big weekend man i don't want to get into anything else i don't give a shit about coaches right now i don't care about press conferences one thing that we know jason is we're going into this weekend and we got two big heavy hitting matchups one interesting to me and one heavy hitter i think but what's your overall feel going into this weekend um it's gonna be interesting man like there's an injury that i gotta worry about debo samuel we need news on that He's currently questionable, didn't practice as of Wednesday when we're recording this. So we need to see that. Um, we know the matchups. We've seen these teams play week after week after week. We know their tendencies. We know Detroit you can pass on. Um, so Purdy looks to be in a good spot with Ayuk and Kittle and maybe Jawan Jennings. Uh, McCaffrey in a tough spot rushing, but he might be used more in the passing game. Um, and then you got... Detroit, you know, trying to pull up the upset. Dan Campbell, you know, doing his thing, getting his teams through each round. We face a team without one of their studs in Debo. This game kind of levels out a little bit more. Ayuk and Ayuk struggled. Purdy struggled last week. They kind of lucked out and got in. They might not even should be playing right now if you know Green Bay controlled the ball a little bit better and, and controlled the clock and, and did what they had to do to close out that game. <laughs> you know, that game could be different. Um, and then you got Baltimore KC, which you got Mahomes, who played well. You know, he played great. That defense played great in the second half. And Baltimore, a little shaky to start. And then they dominated defensively and offensively. So two really good matchups. I'm really excited to see any of these teams uh, when I'm heading to Vegas to, to go hang out for the game, do Radio Row. But that's what I'm looking at right now. I'm looking at the prop markets. Brock Party, top of the board, passing again against that D. Jared Goff, second. Mahomes, third. Lamar Jackson, fourth. But, you know, Lamar Jackson also has a 64-yard rushing prop, the second-highest rushing prop on the slate outside of McCaffrey. So you can't just look one way with Lamar. That rushing upside is legit. You know, can the Chiefs contain him? Can Andy Reid contain him? Um, that's the question to that game. So uh, get the popcorn out. There should be two really good games, and, uh, you know, we'll see what happens. Yeah, I agree, man. I, I am so looking forward to it. I really am. Obviously, I think, I'm. you know, I'm a little sour. It sucks that Green Bay didn't pull that game out. I think a lot of people gave a little – 
uh, undo justice to Jordan Love, um, you know, for, for throwing that ball. And it goes back and forth. But at the end of the day, man, no, nobody thought. I think that's a legendary performance, to be honest with you, uh, for the Green Bay Packers to go in there and, and actually make that a game and make it a winnable game and should have actually won that game. Right. So that's the, that's a crazy thing. So, Dave, looking at that and, and looking at these, I know, I, listen, I know you were in on Detroit. Uh, they were the favorite anyway. I get it. But at the end of the day, looking at this matchup, can they can they compete against San Francisco? Well, absolutely. I'm back to the Green Bay game. I was saying with Jay, the, the kick. I mean, missing a, a chip shot, put them all schedule, right? They're down seven. They go up seven. If they make that field goal and then they're driving for a field goal late, Jordan Love doesn't have to force it. I mean, and, and it's just um, kickers killed it, man. Tyler Bass, too, and then oh. deletes everything. Like, Ooh. it's just – I, 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 my heart goes out to Buffalo, but like I said, I ended up taking Casey as well um, on that side. Just the things this team has been through, Kansas City, um, they're just battle tested, and 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 Buffalo's battle scarred. But talking Detroit, Tony, to answer your question, can they hang with Sanford? Absolutely, one hundred percent. We've seen them. So when you've seen Detroit match up against the heavyweights, they've showed up. I mean, they beat Kansas City on the opening night of the year in Kansas City when they're getting their rings. Um, they did get bludgeoned by Baltimore one game, but don't forget they went in Dallas where nobody had won in two years and outside of a terrible call where they went for two and got it, but somehow they take it back. They would have won that game too. Like they, they beat heavyweights on the road. Um, so I think Detroit is built to play with San Francisco. The scariest part is that pass defense and Baker shredded it too, which I'm still very confused about why at times like Mike Evans didn't touch the ball though, two minutes left in the first half. And then he goes for like 130 in the last, you know, 32 minutes, but um, I think Tampa had a good game plan. If they used it more often, San Fran's going to see that. San Fran's going to be able to move the balls, but it depends on Purdy. Didn't he look shaky last week? To me, he did. Really shaky. He did, and and I I would be a little concerned, man. Like, uh, you know, and he again, he. I hope, I hope for San Francisco's sake that they don't get into this Kirk Cousins kind of mold where you you cannot be pressured. Right, like you're a soft quarterback that needs to just be like sitting in the pocket and throw the ball and not be able to move and not be able to hit or rush and and that's kind of see what it was. But I'll tell you what, man, I, I will say this, guys. You know, I know I'm really hard on Jared Goff and I'll continue to be hard on Jared Goff, but I, I I think that Dan Campbell has something going out there in the Motor City in the sense that you know we talk about culture a lot. We talk about you know, wanting to play for your coach, wanting to run through walls and stuff like that. And I, I think he emulates that, man. He's a very passionate guy. And, Jay, let me ask you this before we get into this draft cast. Do you, I, I mean, I think it's the obvious question, but, um, you know, looking at guys like Dan Campbell, this is a guy who who has played the game. This is a guy who has been on the field. This is a guy who has those real-life experiences. Don't you think players, they, they, they basically, they correlate better and they form that cohesion with players and coaches that actually were players. Is it a guys just were numbers and analytic guys? Yeah, hundred percent. You know, and I think you know. On top of that, you know, you don't have to play in the league, but you got to play at a high level at some point. Like it was shocking to me that Sean McVay, I forgot who he beat out, but like he would have like the craziest high school stats ever. Uh, it was someone ridiculous that he played with, like Megatron or someone like that was like superstar superstar and he went out there and did it so like you don't need to be on the pro level and the college level but you need to be on some level you can't just and you gotta be i feel like you either gotta be in really good shape or you gotta be like in terrible shape it's like it's not no in between you can't be like in medium shape like you need to either be like fit and run with these guys or just like 
this big husky guy who just like was at one time like you know in the game or loved the game, whatever the case may be. Yeah, so I think Campbell for sure, motivational man. He's blood, sweat, and tears for these guys. So I think obviously it's it's an easy answer there. Yeah, for sure. If they if they got that, you can relate to what they're going through. You can relate to everything. I thought you were going to go to the Kirk Cousins. I don't know who's been posting it in chat, but I don't know if it was Jimmy or somebody else. But, like, if you lose to Kirk Cousins, you have zero chance of winning the Super Bowl, supposedly throughout the years. That's kind of like the Cousins curse. I thought you were going with that. I've seen it. Yeah, I've seen that. Cousins and the Vikings beat San Fran earlier this year, and they beat also another team. I forgot who it was. So, like, people are saying maybe the Lions now make it through. And I think they have every shot to beat this team. You know, they're playing in a they're playing in San Fran. Weather looks good. Weather doesn't look like a concern. So Purdy was struggling with the weather, but I think I think Purdy will struggle more with the pressure that Detroit will bring than Goff. Um Goff's been there before. He's been in tight spots. He's been in bad situations. You know, they got all their weapons. They're playing inspired ball. And as much as um San Fran has the run game with McCaffrey. They also have the run game with, you know, Gibbs and Montgomery to kind of slow down the space a little bit, get golf intact. I'm on Ra's a beast, man. And, and I think Debo, you know, he's a difference maker here. You know, they can't use Debo. They can't run some of their gadget plays. Like, it was, like, ridiculous to me that at one point in the game they ran, like, a Debo run play to Juwan Jennings. Like, that shit ain't going to fly. Don't even try it. And then they're running certain gadget plays where it's, like, these are gadget plays that can work with Debo and, and C-Mac, but if it's like now C-Mac and somebody else, it's not the same mix. So Debo opens a lot up for C-Mac, opens a lot up for Purdy, a lot of the yards after the catch, moves the chain. So if he's out, you know, that levels the playing field a little bit. And then Gibbs, he could be that difference maker. I'm on Ra, you know what he's going to do, but Gibbs is emerging more and more every week where – they're finding ways to get this kid the ball, and he's breaking tackles. He's making big plays, scoring touchdowns. So, I think it's I think it's even. Like that spread to me of Debo's out seems really interesting. You know, close to a touchdown right now. So yeah, one thing, Tony. Um, right. Funny you bring up Dan Campbell. You would have thought he would have made the stupidest play of the weekend because that's what he does, right? But how about Sean McDermott? The fake punt at the thirty. What they suppose the there were 10 people on the field, and that's yeah. why they did it. But you can't block still, 10 people, yeah. The dumbest play on the entire weekend, I didn't even notice it because I wasn't watching that point. Actually, I was watching, but I wasn't like focused in. Was the fact that the Lions snapped the ball on third down and they snapped it too early? And Detroit, I mean, uh, Tampa Bay didn't use their timeouts. So well, it's a supposed they had they, one timeout, no. they could have made them. What do you mean? No. What you watched? What you watched? I, I saw later. They said they didn't have time. They, they didn't. No, no, no. Time. They had the timeouts, hundred percent. And then coach, you know, Todd Bowles said, I didn't want to use it because they would have kicked the field goal anyways, and we've been up ten, and we kind of called it quits already. Bowles said it. They had a timeout. There was thirty seconds left. It was third down. Goff snapped it too early. They could have stopped them with like thirty-five, kicked the field goal, maybe blocked the field goal, maybe missed the field goal, whatever. It was a bonehead. Moved by coaching staff, one thousand percent. He admitted it and everything. But his cop out excuse was, "I gave up already. They would have kicked the field goal, put them up ten. The game was over anyways." But like the playoff game, that's some bonehead type moves. Crazy. 
Yeah, man. And listen, it, it always comes down to coaching, man. It always comes down to coaching. And, and you know, real fast, we get into that, you know, me and Dave see a guy in, in our town, in our city right now, that's really it for the Flyers and Torts. That's an old school kind of guy who's motivational and he, and he don't take no shit, man. Like he, and when you, when you coach like that, sometimes man, it, it works. Now, the thing is, you know, your system better work. Like guys are going to buy in, but the system better work and, and it's working. Speaking of systems, again, make sure this is the NFL draft case. If you haven't already known, it's the first time you're watching the show for some ungodly reason because we've only been doing it for 20 freaking weeks. Uh, we've done preseason specials. We've done it every single week. And what we do is we draft a DFS lineup. Now, it's going to be – each of us will draft a lineup. It's going to be a little different this time because, obviously, there's only four teams. There's two games and four teams. So we're, we're going to be allowed to use a player, Dave, two times, correct? I think two's the right call with two games. Yep. Yeah. I agree. So so we'll be able but, to but that player can only be used, you know, he can't be used on three teams, right? Once he's used yeah, twice. Yeah, no, no three right. teams. Yeah, right. no three teams. Right. Gotta be used twice. Obviously, you know, we got our tools over at windailysports.com. Got player prop models, got projection models, the lineup optimizer. We'll be chatting about it all weekend. You know, with this Debo news. It will open things up for sure. You know, open up opportunities for everybody on the offense. Um, and you got to get different. So we got to see his status. That's the big news. I don't think there's any other real news. I know Josh Reynolds didn't practice, you know, today. So he's technically questionable, but it's a rib injury. So I think he's going to go. He's just limited on Wednesday. Um, other than that, I think everybody's a full go. I don't, I don't see anybody else missing this game. We do need to see um, and, and confirm that Mark Andrews is playing. He fully practiced today. And the one funny move, I don't know if you guys saw it. I'm surprised you guys haven't mentioned it because it's, you know, it's two-thirds of Philly show, one-third of New York show. But did you see your boy got signed and he's now on the team? Yep. He could potentially play this week. Zach Ertz for Detroit. I love um, it. I love yeah, he's signing with their practice squad on Monday. I'm not playing him in DFS, but you know, who knows? Maybe not this week, but maybe in the Super Bowl, he catches a touchdown, or who knows what the hell happens. But I'm not playing him, I'm not worried about him. But got to see what's up with Mark Andrews. If he plays, I'm probably not so high on him and likely. And if he's out, then likely becomes for sure a thing. And he's still in play. Both these guys are in play. Mark Andrews is a beast. Um, I think they're going to have to score to win this game, too. So those are the pieces of news that we kind of need to know um, and we'll be talking about from now until Sunday for sure. Yeah, 100%. Always make sure you keep it locked in our Discord. And, and again, man, like just from the props that are being spread out throughout the day. And if if you're not, listen, it's what I will tell you. If, if it, we're, we're all here to help, say it all the time. So if you're not understanding where you have to go, once you get in our discord you see all these discord messages that the red are alerts of people talking i mean that you go right to the official props page right here okay so when you come in right you have it all right here okay you're going to go down and you're going to go under nfl under golf you're going to go to official bets and look you got dave you got jay what dropping one you got jay dropping another one you got jay dropping another one you got dave dropping another one you got jay dropping a ladder that's what you're going to look at and that's what we do every day yeah, so look like winners too yeah hey, man. 
But the yeah, ladders Jordan were Poole up. won. Jordan Poole won. You're looking good. Kyrie ended up sitting tonight, so that's going to be a push. And uh, prior, you got like a second or two prior to lock to, to lock Shea Gilligas. And I always try to put some memes out there, too, just for Ed, man. Ed, Ed likes the memes. I try to keep like it comical memes. there. I try to find like the funniest meme for that player possible to roll out there each night, too. So. Try to have some fun in there. We're all joking around. We're helping everybody out. Sear helped me out today, too. He had a, a first-round matchup bet. I have no effing clue who these golfers are, to be honest. Um, bet it. It was plus money. It was a three-way. The guy ended up winning pretty easily. I was happy yeah. about it. Double my money. So, yeah, it, the golf crew is crushing it. If you haven't been following these golfers, man, like, they built something special now. We added a couple of new tools. We've got expert picks up with first round leaders, matchups, outrights. Um, and then we got all the DFS plays. And Dave's covering all three, you know, whatever tournaments are going down to PJ, Dutch tour, this tour, that tour. He's got it all covered too. So golf's an actual fun sport to bet and to play DFS on. You lock up, you lock a lot up on you know, in this case it was Wednesday, but typically Thursday. It's a live till Sunday. It's the best sweat. I'm not going to lie, man. I finally got convinced to play it more often last year and this year. Like, you set one lineup, and you've got action the entire weekend. Uh, so, it's really cool, man. So, appreciate all that the golf guys do because I don't know shit about golf. I just I just see all the names that they all like, and I mash a lineup together, and I hope for the best. And every single tournament this year so far, I cashed. Uh, made one lineup, and it cashed, doubled up, tripled up, whatever. Um, it's all credit to them. They have no clue what's going on with golf. Really, don't. let's do football. Let's go. Yeah, let's go. Uh, can, 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 yeah, can we get some wrestling now? That's what yeah, I. Yeah, I, you know, I, I know no you're covering that on Heat Radio, so I, I follow it there. I know, man. JT, no. if this is if this is the JT that I know, Jim Thompson, if it's you, sorry, man. Like I, I, no, I, I don't sorry. think it is. If it is, if it is, I'm sorry because he's a big Bills fan. If it is, I'm sorry. If it's not. You know, uh, let's rock these Niners, like you said. Let's rock right. the Niners, baby. All right, Tone, you're up to select where you want to go in this draft. First, second, third. It's on you, bud. Oh, man. You know what? I'm going to go number one. All right. I like it. And I'm up second. I'm, I'm going to fall back to three. I'm going to watch. And I, I just like how we've been leaving Jason in the middle. Because he tries yeah. to take two picks sometimes, and we can just remind him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he does, or, or, or he reverts the order. Oh, uh, yeah. let me. Um, <laughs> yeah, man. All right, so I'm I'll up. Go too. All right, go let me it. um, let me hit this and this, and we're ready to rock. All right, Tone. What's up, Albert? What's going on, man? Thanks for checking in. Hey, listen, this is easy, man. You just got to go with the best guy, okay? I don't care if he's nine grand. Right, you got to go with the best guy. It's, I want it number one just so I could get CMC. So give me Christian McCaffrey. Simple as that. That's exactly okay. what we did last week. Tony. Yeah, I, I mean, is there any yeah. other strategy like it with no. fourteen? Like honestly, like that's who yeah. you go with. I mean, it's yeah. you have to, and and don't even think twice about it. Love it. Nope, not at all. All right, I will go with. Brandon Ayuk, bad game last week. It's a good get-right spot for him, regardless if Debo plays or not. Obviously, if he doesn't play, he'll probably be one of the you know highest-owned guys. He's their number one true receiver, best route runner out there. If Debo don't go, or Debo you know is 
kind of hampered out there. This is the, the worst pass defense in the league um, going against one of the best, you know, rush defenses in the league. So I'm going to lean towards the passing game of San Fran. I uh, used the number one guy. And until we get information on Debo, um, I'm going to lock Ayuk as my first pick. All right. I'm going to go similar in that game, but I'm going to go Amonra St. Brown. He hasn't scored less than 22 points in six weeks. Um, the guy's just all reliable. Um, and he's under 8K, uh, which is to me pretty surprising considering, uh, you know, how much of a role he's been on. So I'll take him. And then um, because obviously if Detroit's going to stay in this game, uh, he's going to have to be a, a key part. And I tell you, it, you know, He's that guy. I'm going Lamar Jackson. Woo. LJ, baby. LJ. Again, yeah. Look, even, even Josh Allen on a, a week, you know, had a good game against the Chiefs. Uh, Lamar Jackson's $200 cheaper even this week after his uh, heroic performance last week. Good for LJ to, to get that kind of, you know, monkey off his back and win a playoff game because at half, 10-10 is a little, like, tight. Um, love seeing him take over. And I expect that's the way they're going to have to win this week. Yeah, um, the books, just I said it before, but the books got Lamar Jackson at 64, anywhere between 64 and 66 rushing yards um, in this game. Last week it was around 50. Um, this week the, the books smartened up. I think it's a tougher matchup for them, you know, defensively with Casey being out there, uh, Chris Jones, and I think Andy Reid's just, you know, going to be a better coach and a better system. And you got Spags out there. They're going to figure out a way to kind of contain him, but Vegas thinks he's going to have a, a bigger run game than last week, and he had a monster run game last week. Um, due to the rules here, I'm going to go ahead and get Amon Ra. Um, you know, guy is just a tough man. You know, he's not that big out there, but if there's a ball in his vicinity, he's going to grab it. And then if there's a first down like two yards away yeah. and there's three people on him, He's going to get the first down. You see so many times, like, people run the wrong way or people, like, they they run out of bounds, like, a half a yard short. Amaran never does. That's kind of like Jerry Rice-esque. Like, he knows how to catch the ball. He knows where to go with the ball. So, he is – it didn't matter because he wasn't going to go to the Pro Bowl anyways, but that's, like, the biggest Pro Bowl snub. I'll say it every single week. Like, dude, it's the number one raw receiver on his team, probably – top five in the NFL right now. He's not, he's still not getting the respect that he deserves. And he's playing with Jared Goff on a run first defense. He's still putting up these numbers. So I'm on raw, you know, I love the call, Dave. I'm with it. Fairly priced. Lock him in. I like it, man. Lock him in. Lock and load it. I'm a man. Rat pack checking in. Yo, what's up, man? I didn't know your name was Albert. Now I know Albert, man. So uh, that's awesome, man. Thanks for checking awesome. in. We appreciate it. Um, this is easy. Shy, two, Shy's got two assists in the first three minutes. So uh, let's go here. Let's, let's what, get, what, what let's was your number? We're locking up. What was the number? Five and a half, I think I got it. Or six, it five, five and a half, half, I think I got it. Yeah. I'll check while you SGA, go. SGA, baby. Yeah. SGA. SGA. Uh, listen, I, I, I'm simple. I'm going to use my, my Mulligan here. We're going to go LJ. Um, yeah. no doubt. Gotta go Lamar Jackson. He is he is him. Um, and then I'm gonna pull a little wild card here and I'm gonna go with Justice Hill. Now, I'm yeah. taking McCaffrey at nine grand and Justice Hill 57% of the snaps last week, 5.1 yards per carry, 66 yards on the ground. He was he out snapped 
Gus Edwards by 25%. This is going to be their guy now going into playoffs out in the flat. It's going to be the guy they lean on. It's not going to be Gus Edwards. So I like Justice Hill. It gives me that pivot from the nine grand, and I think he gets in the end zone this week, and I think he gets more than two targets. So I think he's going to be a good find for anybody playing uh, one of those low-value running backs. Love it. They absolutely pivoted to Justice Hill in the second half last week, and you could see why. He's more explosive. There's no doubt. Gus Bus, the only fear is Gus Bus stealing that one yard vulture touchdown. Like, you know, the good thing is, though, he can, he, you know, they're going up against, but they're going up against a really solid run defense. Yeah. But, but the thing is, this is the guy who catches the ball. So if they're going to pivot the game plan, it's going to be Justice Hill and not Gus Edwards. I I totally agree. I totally agree. Good pick. you You always shit on me. For not giving you credit. I do, because you never do. So that's what I'm about to tell you. Oh, my I'm God. Taking, I'm gonna I'm take, you got to record this. It's going to be the sound bite. I'm clipping it. I'm clipping Put it. it. I'm, 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 I'm doubling down. It's going to be my second, because I don't want Dave to take Justice Hill. Oh, but wow. every everything that you just said is the reason why I want Justice Hill, plus the fact that you need salary savings on this slate, and you're not really getting it in too many spots and running back if you're not going McCaffrey or you're going McCaffrey regardless like there's not much else out there that looks great not that Justice Hill looks amazing but the price tag on top of what Tony already said he was getting that role you see Gus Edwards run you see Justice Hill run it's like different speed it's kind of like the Pacheco to Clyde Edwards Hilaire but Gus Edwards even slower than Hilaire it's like super slow mode so, yeah, I'm with the Justice Hill call. I think he catches some passes. You know, he doesn't need a touchdown. A touchdown would be marvelous. Either way, I can see Kansas City winning this game, which means, you know, more passing game work. The Dalvin Cook shit at the end of the game was just like, let's get this guy to feel good like he's a part of the team. But I don't think he takes over a role this late in the season unless there's an injury or something like that. It's so like that late game, Dalvin Cook, you know, got like 20 rushing yards. Like, don't. Don't look into that. That was like blowout to get this guy in and make him feel good type shit. So, yeah, Justice Hill, you know, at that number, um, he's a lock for me, man. So I'm going to lock him in 4,800. I think he's the best value running back on the slate um, that has a consistent job. Everybody else would need to either fall in the end zone or need an injury to reach that value. So he's one of my best plays on the board. Wow. All right, yeah. I had to pick myself up. Tony, Tony, it took it took this long, but it took in the n- Super Bowl, maybe you'll get like oh, two right. traces, bro. <laughs> oh my God! Shy Gilgis, third assist. We got him at five and a half, and it's only seven. There's seven minutes left in the first quarter, so that one's looking pretty damn good. So could go two and zero today, and then miss out on the ladder because uh, Jordan Poole still sucks. But he hit the the original bet. But uh, continue on, Dave. Grizzlies up seven with 40 seconds left, getting 11. So I'll, I'll toot my bet. Other than there that. you I go, man. You, there you, go. you got so many. Yo, yeah. You know, once in a while, when I win 70%, I, I can get talked about. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, it, Tony, I'm like you. you know, everyone else, gonna, everyone else is golfing out picks. Yeah, we're like, the, we're like the ugly stuff. Maybe you guys should learn how to self-promote then. Like, why don't you guys uh, do oh. some promotion? Because you promote yeah. everyone else. Oh, um, yeah, no. yeah. Yeah, 
man. Shots fired. I'm having fun. I'm just kidding. So, yeah, Grizzlies looking good, too. So we could have a big night on the court. Um, obviously, that's good for Wendaley uh, in Discord being there. But I got to pair up my quarterback right now. It's got to go with the guy that gets the ball the most. And we – Tony, if you think the game script is similar to what I think it is and they need to pass the ball, Zay Flowers is – I know Jadarius Snead is great. I, I get it. Um, but uh, they move Zay around in so many different spots that I think Zay can find um, some holes. He didn't have a great game last week. That's okay. I think this week he gets a lot more action. So I'll take him at 58. And then I'm going to – I'm trying to decide. I know Jay can't double up, but Tony can. So that's what I'm trying to figure out. I'm going to go Pacheco. Yeah, it's the one area you can attack Kansas City a little bit. I mean, Baltimore, and it is in the run game. A single target didn't do great last week, but I think Kansas City knows they have to give the ball to Pacheco. Yeah, no, good call on that. I'm going to go with uh, George Kittle. Nobody has a tight end right now. I'm playing the the, the card right now of this lineup that Debo is going to be out, which means more passing work for Ayuk and Kittle. If Debo's in, you know, Kittle was still involved early in the game, had some big catches, obviously um, was probably one of the reasons why they won, in that, that won, won that game and stood in that game and, and came back in that game. Big touchdown, Purdy hit him. That kind of changed some of the momentum in that game. So if Samuel's out, I think Kittle is the best tight end dollar for dollar on the slate. Um, Andrews could be sneaky, like I said. Likely if Andrews is out, could be sneaky. Um, Kelsey emerged to have a, a really good game, but I want to attack the passing, you know, passing game of San Fran against the worst. The one thing I see on the slate, you have, I would consider three really good defenses in San Fran, Casey, and Baltimore. The one weak spot on this slate is going to be the Detroit passing game um, or the Detroit secondary, but a lot of people will be targeting that. So they're going to be popular, especially if Depot's out. So I'm kind of, you know, beating a dead horse here. Most people will be on the same path. So to get different on a two-game slate, you might want to fade these San Fran guys, especially if Debo's out. But in this scenario, going against you guys, I'm playing, you know, what I think is the like a single entry build more than anything else. Hey, um, real fast, Dave, how does this – so what? what's the rules here? So You use two one. copycats. Like, I use my two copycats so yeah. far, so I can't do it. And then if I used it – so, like, I copied Amon Ra and right. Justice Hill, so you guys can't use Amon Ra and Justice Hill now. Right, but I'm saying, can you do another copy? Like, is it... No, no, almost, I'm done. I'm done with my two. Copies, yeah. right? Yeah, okay. two copies. All right, so I'm going to use my copy here, okay? And I'm going to go with... This is going to be funny, but exactly what Jay said, and I'm going to take George Kittle uh, before the same exact reason. Because, again... Listen, he's got that pop left, and he's got that speed left. And if Debo does not play, it's going to be less in the run game, and Shanahan is going to put Kittle out as that X receiver, and he's going to get a lot of play, especially against Detroit. So I really like that call, and I'm going to go double tight end, and I'm taking Travis Kelsey. Um, I, I, I look at it, and I say to myself, listen, you know, 6,600, if I'm getting Travis Kelsey under 7,000, a guy who, again, and I know it's Baltimore, I understand. But at the end of the day, 16 targets in two weeks, no matter what he's done, he's showing that he is playoff 
caliber ready. So give me the guy you guys have been talking about with Jared Goff. He's been there, Travis Kelsey. He's battle-tested. He's going to fight through fire in this game to get back to the Super Bowl. So I'll, I'll take him on my squad. Okay. I, lo- I like it, and it, I just got kind of messed up because I didn't think Kittle was the one that would get doubled up. So I was like, I'll go Pacheco, hopefully. Ah. All right, good picks. Back to you, Jay. Yeah, I'm going to go with a guy I think you might go to, and I have no more of these wild cards left. Um, I need my second running back. I like the Pacheco call, but I personally want to stack this Detroit-San Fran game. It's got the highest over-under in the two games at 50. You know, there may be some weather concerns in Baltimore. I haven't seen the sun like in five days in New York. Um, it might rain or be cold in, in, in Baltimore. So it's a 44 and a half over under there. Um, so I'm kind of stacking this Detroit San Fran game, taking a stand. Um, and I'll go Jameer Gibbs here. I think they're going to need him to catch the ball. You have a floor on that side. He's still involved in the run game and he's the better back. You know, we all know it. The eye test shows it. The dude, Every week's getting more and more touches. It's not a great matchup by any means versus San Fran, but it's beatable. You know, it's not like it's an unbeatable spot. Aaron Jones looked great. Um, Jameer Gibbs probably looked great. You know, Ken Montgomery Steele, you know, the goal line work, definitely. But I think the floor and the upside with Gibbs is there. I'm stacking Detroit, San Fran. So I pretty much have, you know, my game stack built. And uh, obviously, I'm going to stick to the quarterbacks in that game. I can say it because you guys, are, you know, already have your quarterbacks. But you know, I'm going to go with Purdy in the passing game for San Fran, and I'm going to mix and match some Detroit players with with Gibbs and Amon Ra, which I think are the two safest spots on their side. So that's how I'm kind of building my original lineup. I will build lineups to get different in tournaments, but I think Purdy with the Raul Debo, man, he's not great, you know, but in this spot, he can be great. Um, with Shanahan, he can be great. So, you know, you guys can go on here, but I'm going to go pretty late with my last pick, and that's where I'm going with this lineup. All right. Yeah, I've had to make a swing now. I wanted Kittle, but um, i got to get in the San Fran passing game, so I will use my first uh, double up. I'll take Ayuk. It's going to make it a little tricky where I want to go, but um, definitely, you know, for all the things you said earlier, Jay, um, I really like him in this spot. And, yeah, I'm going to have to, you know, keep it out for now. I'm going to go Lions D. It's all, you know, I don't think any D is, is fantastic this week against these offenses. So I'll take the cheapest one against maybe the weakest quarterback, per se. Okay. Um, sounds good to me. Um, I will go with my wide receiver here in Josh Reynolds. Hopefully, you know, this rib injury is nothing major. He went through, walked through on Wednesday. I see him playing. He needs some value on the slate. You know, he had some time off the field in that game against Tampa Bay. Still came back, caught that touchdown. He's obviously banged up. He's questionable. You know, it's do or die here. They're figuring things out. I think they get on the ball. He's one of the better values at the wide receiver position. And again, I'm stacking up this game. You know, prior to the injury in Tampa Bay, seven targets in, you know, against the Rams, seven targets a week before against Minnesota. So decent floor. 
some upside there. And, you know, I'm a little bit worried about, you know, taking shots on the KC and Baltimore receivers. MVS stepped up and we figured out he can catch again. So there's some plays potentially there. Um, but I'll go with Josh Reynolds and stick to this game stack. All right. Josh Reynolds, hope he comes back. Um, all right. Over to you, Tony. I like it, man. I like it. We're getting uh we're getting interesting here, man. This is a this is gonna be a fun build, I can tell you that much. This is gonna be a really, really, really fun build. Um listen, I, everything you guys are saying is so right, man. Like I, you know, you, you, just looking at the way this is all gonna fall, you gotta figure out, you know, where that stack is gonna be. And 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 what and I, I think it's obvious that we like a lot of Detroit and San Francisco players. Um, and I think that's just the way this is going to go. So I'm going to go with, with, with two kind of, I would say value guys, but they're really not value guys in my opinion, because just looking at offensive snaps for me, I, I look at that a lot. I'm going to go with Jawan Jennings, 62 and a half percent of the snaps last week. And I get that Debo Samuel left early, but Jawan, Jawan Jennings was a nice target uh, for Brock Purdy. And he made some really nice adjustments in plays. Okay. Five for 61. He averaged in double digits. This dude's actually, when he actually gets more than two targets, he's averaging double digits per catch. Okay. So, or, and his average per catch I'm talking about. So give me Jawan Jennings and I'm going to go with Jason's boy, man, because one way the San Francisco 49ers can get beat is that's deep. So give me Jamison Williams. I, 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 I like this call. I think this is the week. I know he's a rookie or technically because he really barely played last year. Um, but in this game, I think we could go long on this and get a really nice, probably like 50 to 60 yard TD uh, in this game for my man, Jameson. Yeah. So Tony, uh, I figured Jawan Jennings would come back to me. I probably should have took him first. Oh, I stole somebody from you. Yeah. Yeah. So you stole him. So I, I, I should have probably went Jennings first. My whole lineup was built and Jennings was the last guy in the flex. I knew you guys weren't going quarterback and I, I don't really mind a couple defenses that I have budgeted right now. But since you kind of did that to me, I am going to go with Mark Andrews, you know, because the way everything stationed out with Purdy and my budget, I got like anywhere between anything $5,000 and below and $5,000 and below right now in the flex spot is Elijah Mitchell. And then I got to go with, you know, guys like, CEH, I can't pick Jennings. You picked him. Odell Beckham, which, you know, he was pretty much not a factor. Isaiah Likely, I don't know what the situation is. So I'll go with Mark Andrews, kind of sneaky, low owned. He practiced on Wednesday in full. And I feel like they didn't play him last week because they figured they didn't really need him last week. And this will be a week that, you know, I think coming in with his IR tag on him on DraftKings, you'll see slightly lower ownership on him. I don't think a lot of people are going to go pay up for him. They're going to go pay Kittle. So a way to be different on the slate would be to do like a two tight end build. Um, and Andrews can emerge with lower ownership. Like I said, I like Jennings for sure. Um, but Mark Andrews will assume a bigger role in this offense. He's Lamar Jackson's boy. Um, he was the highest targeted guy on a team for the past couple of years. So I think he comes back and he has a role. 
Uh, I don't know what they do with likely. They're running two tight end sets. Are they sharing, you know, workloads with him? But in the red zone, if they're not going to run it in and Andrews is healthy enough to play, he's going to get looks in the red zone for sure. Big body. So I'll take a shot of him at 5K, low ownership. I would, I would love to get him under 10, 15% owned. If he creeps up, obviously might pivot off him, but I think it could be sneaky. All right. I like it. Um, I want to decide if I'm going sneaky or not here um, and see how it builds. But I, I think I'll lay off. I'll, I'll go. I'll mention him later where I was thinking of going. But for this one, um, I'm going to have to go and fill in. I'm going to go David Montgomery. I think you need a hard running style, Aaron Jones style, obviously, against San Francisco. Um, I expect that if they get down there, he's the guy in the red zone. Montgomery's still getting 14 touches a game, so 56 is good. Do I prefer Gibbs? Sure, but I still think they don't use him right. And then from there, um, I'm going to have to go. I'm going to take a flyer on Zach Ertz. I am. I um, I could have gone a few ways here and, and going cheap, but there's no other tight end on this roster. Jake Ferkser. Um, And I think somehow, some way, Dan Campbell gets funny and, and puts him in there. Um, guess what? Ertz played against San Fran twice this year, being in Arizona. There's some secrets that he probably knows a little bit about Kyle Shanahan's team being out in the desert last few years. I think they find a way to dress him on Sunday. So I'll take a shot. Okay. That uh, could come into play for sure. I don't know. You know, I'd like to see some reports, but if they yeah. got nobody behind Laporta, you know, and Ertz is healthy and, and a go, he's going to be supremely low owned. At that price tag, he opens up salary to go bigger in other spots so i'm with that last pick for me pretty much i'll go defense here and my gut tells me casey wins the game um against baltimore but for the defense something tells me baltimore will score more but mahomes doesn't really get sacked either so i'm not uh i'm not really sure how to play this as a chiefs or is it, you know, San Fran is, is, a, is a nice spot too. Um, but I'm stacking this Detroit-San Fran game. So I think a lot of people will go San Fran. They're probably the best on the board, you know, going against Goff. But I'm going to go with the Ravens. Um, they just they, – they bring the house, man. And if anybody can rattle Mahomes, it'll be them at home, lower total, hopefully some weather – you know, situations do. But with this, like, if you're building lineups, I would for sure, for sure, for sure just mix and match these defense. I wouldn't go all in on one defense here. I can make a selling point for all these teams. You know, you got Purdy, you know, who has trouble at times. You got Goff, who got trouble at the times. Baltimore's defense is amazing. And then Casey's defense has also been great. Lions defense, like, you can go any way here. So I'll go Baltimore at home, though. Lower over under. Um, I don't think Mahomes throws a pick. Uh, he's the safest with the ball. He doesn't get sacked much either, but Baltimore's defense is legit. Oh. Hey, question for you. Who do you think wins that game? Uh, dude, I'm, I'm the same. Like, unbelievably so much I'm cheering for the Ravens. But there's yeah. something out there. There's something out there. I'm not saying it's fixed because that, that's a little ballsy. But with this ref coming in, all I – I, I'm not. I would pick the Chiefs, and, and it's you see the you see the one theory too. It's like someone posted whatever the colors are for like the yeah. Super Bowl shit. 
whatever the the logo where it's at, whatever, and it happens to be purple. Is was it red and purple or whatever it is? It is. And, and that was a stretch, right? That's a little stretch. Yeah, yeah. So, but it like could be. That wasn't a green last year. Like, yeah. but they said that was the Eagles green red. That was like, I don't even know what that was. No, I see it. And listen, I, I can't tell you how, like, I want to see Lamar do it. I, I really do. Really do. I just, yeah. this Chiefs team just doesn't die. With me going to Vegas, I don't know what, like, what would be the best scenario to be in Vegas. I'm probably not going to a game unless I pull a slot for a million dollars, but being in Vegas, like, which will be the, the best atmosphere of fans that would trek out there. But most of the Super Bowl is just people just going. Because, you know, you buy these tickets so early, you don't even know what team's going to be there. But I think, like, I don't know what I'd want to see being out there be, like, close to the event. Let me tell you this. If the Chiefs win, load up on the Lions. You know the NFL wants to give Mahomes a little path there. Yeah. I'm just saying. We'll see. Who's up All right, right now? Tony. Do you or Tone? It's Tony for his last two. I'm Montgomery. Just yeah, the, yeah, Rat Pack's right. Albert's right. Just what uh, just what Dave said. Um, just going through some of the comments. I think San Francisco rod CMC to win either through the air or on the ground. I yep. agree, uh, 100%. And JT says they see more CMC in the passing game. Maybe more stats for Mitchell if Debo is out. Uh, CMC is lethal in space. Yeah, this is a full CMC game. Uh, 100%. Man, I I agree. Uh, I'm gonna go with my my other sneakiest pick uh, on this slate. First one was going to be Jawan Jennings. I mean uh, Justice Hill, and second one's from the same team. I'm gonna go with our old foe and Nelson Aguilar. Now, Ooh. here's the thing: the the mm-hmm. one way the Chiefs can get beat is by somebody else that's not getting covered by Legarius Sneed. Yep. Look at Shakir last week. Shakir goes off as that second or third guy. Nelson Aguilar is working his way up to 50% of the snaps, and he's getting a lot of looks down in between the 20s. This is setting up for a really big game, in my opinion, for Nelson Aguilar, as long as he can catch the ball and not have bricks his hands. So we, right? <laughs> so That's asking a lot because he dropped on this. I know, I know. Yeah, I know. So I, I really like Aguilar, 3,700. I know I have a lot of, you know, l- listen, if you look at my lineup, it's all about getting different, right? It's, it's. I knew I was getting CMC, and I knew I was taking the 49ers for my defense. I already knew that I was going to pay for the top defense and the top running back, so I knew I had to get different. I still got $1,200 left. Now, I could have went a little different, but so the, with the way this draft kind of went, we can only do two guys twice. It was a little different. I, I would have gone David Montgomery, uh, but I took the double tight end, so I couldn't take the running back because uh, I didn't have any flex spots available. So, uh, but I, I like it. I, I'll take it. It's it's a it's a listen. It's a four game slate, man. I it is what it is, and this is a different lineup, and I like it. Yeah, I'll close out with Purdy. Um, I think it's Purdy or Lamar on the slate. Feel pretty confident with that. You know. Mahomes don't discount what he can do by making 10 lineups. I probably go like three Lamar Jackson, three Brock Purdy, maybe maybe four Lamar Jackson, three Purdy, and like two Mahomes and one Goff. Um, Goff can get there, don't get me wrong. So maybe two Goff and two Mahomes and three and three on the other side, but. If you're not paying up for Lamar, that rushing upside, the touchdowns around the goal line, you know, he's got a, an extreme floor there with that that rushing ability. You know, he 
he's dominated, you know, through the ground and through the air. But I think it's a tough matchup for him, you know, against KC. So the discount you get in Purdy, you saw, you know, I mentioned it earlier, top prop, you know, on the board as far as passing goes. So he's getting he's getting some love with Vegas. You know, he's anywhere from 270 to 276 through the air. That's a ton, man. And he's not going to run the ball, but it's a ton as far as, you know, what he can do through the air. You know, his prop is at one and a half with a lot of juice passing touchdowns. In most places, it's two and a half. Like DraftKings, Caesars, uh, MGM, and Bet365, and Hard Rock, and Rivers, they all threw it up to two and a half passing touchdowns. So if he throws for what Vegas projects, which is two and a half passing touchdowns and 270, he's going to be above most of the guys on the slate with it all being four guys. Um, so, yeah, let me go with Purdy. He's going to bounce back here with or without Debo. They're going to have to throw the ball. You can't really run on Detroit. I don't think Campbell changes the game. He will bring pressure. Purdy could be in trouble at times, but I think Purdy's the way to go if you're not going Lamar Jackson. Yeah, I, I, I do agree with that. I, I think there's just too much risk with Goff. I mean, he is – Listen, he's blitzed the third most in the league, and he's actually thrown for the most yards against the blitz this season. But there's that little outlier. He's had six interceptions, which is the second most. Um, so, And look at Vegas. Like on Vegas, Goff's touchdown prop is one and a half minus 102. It's basically telling you to bet it if you want it. You're only yeah. getting even money at one and a half. Lamar Jackson's passing touchdown is plus 155 because he's going to run one in. Um, and then Mahomes is – over one and a half minus one ten because he's facing a very tough defense. Um, you might want to bet that Mahomes won because you'll never see that number ever again. Yeah. Um, in your life. Um, but you know, at one and a half, it might be a good bet to make there. Um, but look, the last four games, you know, he only threw for two passing touchdowns last game. The three games before that, one touchdown. Then he went two, and then he went one and one again. So this offense is not as prolific as it used to be. So Vegas, you know, I use it along with our projection models, our lineup optimizer, talking to you guys. But Vegas numbers, like, they put a ton of work into these numbers, and it's a form of projection. So look at them and use them as a resource as much as possible. Vegas is telling you to play Purdy um, based on what I see. So I almost um... – took this earlier and I said I was going to get different. And I, I got different with Ertz. But one guy I like, and I, can, and I can afford him now, but I can't afford to go two real different ones on the same lineup, is Dalvin Cook. I, I think there's some okay. real value. And, and he kind of falls in my Zach Ertz bucket because didn't play snap for the team all year. Comes in, gets eight carries last week. Now, I know somewhere in garbage time. Don't get me wrong. That was a little inflated. But if, you know, they fall off the bus – Who's going to get the ball down at the goal line? So Cook could be a nice, different uh, contrarian play this week. But I'm with Tony. There's a guy in Baltimore's passing game that needs to get the ball, and it's between Bateman or Aguilar. I'm going to go Aguilar for the main reason. I have one double up left, um, similar to what Tony said. But also, Devontae Smith got deep on KC. The, the one thing – there's some other receivers I can go down the line. The one guy in this whole offense that can get deep is Nelson Aguilar. So I, they're going to take a shot. And I, I think they're going to take a shot once or twice, uh, similar like you know what they tried to do a little bit with Jamison last week in Tampa against Tampa. So I'm with you. I and and even more interesting, Philly's getting the ball down near the goal line. It's crazy. The schedule, yeah, yes. yeah. So yeah, I'll ride him too. 
and leave myself 400 on the slate. But that's all right. Like, like you, I feel good because it's balanced, right? My one risk is Earths, but really three good receivers, two solid running backs. I got about four in one game, five in the other. So I, I think this week is one of those weeks that I really do want to be able to be not one full game stack. I think you're going to have to, in the two-game slate, you're going to have to have multiple players in each game. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I mean, I, I the way I did it is I went with my own theory of I want, in my opinion, who the best running back, the best tight end, and the best re- and the best quarterback is going to be. I left out receiver, and yep. I, I for me, I wanted Lamar, I wanted CMC, and I wanted Kelsey. Give me the best defense, and then I was going to fill in the pieces with that. And everybody's different, right? And but if you guys notice something, who did I ha- who do I have less of? I have less of pass catchers from Detroit because, again, I think Jared Goff is going to implode. Just throwing that out there. Just throwing yeah. that out there. I, I you're, not believe, you're not believing in the, the Kirk Cousins curse, I guess. No, not, man. But it's I'm interesting with Goff because I, I, I hear you. I'm, I'm not the biggest Goff fan. No, I know. So. I get it. I, I play well, on no, it. What, but. what I'm saying, San Fran can actually be beat a little bit in the passing game, but what I've seen San Fran get beaten – it's more with the taller physical receivers. And right. Detroit doesn't really have that. That Jameson ain't coming over the middle. Only one that is is Amara. And like you said, Jay, he'll fight for yards, but it's good. And Laporta's hanged like, up. And Laporta's yeah, probably our biggest dude. He's he's still hurt. Yeah. Still so hurt. I I I worry that Goff is gonna be able to be able to get the ball to and Reynolds is gonna be key. He's gonna need a guy like Rounds because he'll he'll put his nose in there. But if not, I think Goff could have a long day too. And they only way Detroit can win this game is with the running game if that comes down to that. That's true. That's true. And they have a mean running game. I'll give them that. Nah, yeah, they they, they really do, man. They do. They got that thought. Listen, they got a dual monster, man. I mean, that that's what's key. I mean, who wouldn't love to have either one of those guys as their number one back on their team right now, right? So, I mean, it's definitely like uh, what uh, – say uh, Ed, Ed checks and says – Tony, with 1,200 left, would you pay up from Hill to Monty? Here's the thing. Hill was my favorite value play on the slate. So yeah. I wanted him no matter what. That where, I, where I messed up, not messed up, but I went off script is when I took Kittle. So Kittle, basically, if I look at it now, I, I possibly could pay, you know, adjust and take yeah. extra $100 and go Monty instead of going double tight end. But that's the only difference right there. That would be my only difference. So, yeah. I mean, that's where I'm at. So, listen, man, final thoughts. Dave, we got, we'll got. we go final thoughts here. What you got, man? Who's winning? I want, I want to hear Dave's take. Who's winning yeah, these two go. games? Yeah. Who's covering the spread these two games? That's, that's oh, so, I mean, early on, you know, I always like to look at where the money's moving. And, you know, we've seen a, a few early movements. You know, the line haven't shifted too much. But, um, yeah, I'm bringing up my one spot here. And you're looking at a decent amount of money coming in right now on Kansas City, 64%. Of the market is betting Kansas City 73% of the money is coming in. So, you know, the tickets are 64%, the money is 73%. Um, and the spread is even kind of going in Baltimore's favor. So that kind of tells me maybe we we should be um looking at Baltimore because um with that kind of money, you would think that would get under three and it hasn't. And then on the other side, lots of money coming in on Detroit. Um, and I kind of I kind of agree with it. Detroit, I don't think, in my opinion, is going to get blown out. I think seven's a good number. Uh, I think it's a fair number. I think they're going to be in that game. So right now I lean. I, you can't kill Kansas City, but I'll tell you what. I lean Baltimore and Detroit as the spread. 
Yeah, I would. I haven't made official. I think Detroit KC. Outright. Yeah. Outright. Outright. Yeah. Nice call. Look, there. I think 12 and 12 on the road and 4 and 15 at home. And wow. they're now 13 and 12. Like, that, it's crazy. They just are a better road team. So that was part of the handicapping. But that's yeah, showing. I think, the, I think Detroit uh, KC for me. I think Detroit covers. I don't know if they're going to win outright, but I think. Detroit covers. I think KC wins. I think they figure out a way to beat Lamar. I would love to see Lamar get through. I think he deserves it. I think Harbaugh deserves it. I think there's a lot of great things on that defensive side. They need these wide receivers to really show up and have a big game here. Um, but I just think KC has that pedigree and then figure things out there. You know, they, they got the best quarterback in the league. I know Lamar won the championship. I mean, the MVP, but you know, Mahomes has the championship rings to kind of always be there when it counts. Dude does not lose playoff games. He's kind of Brady-esque in that way. So I would lean those two ways. A um, couple things I'm looking at in the prop market so far. I do think Christian McCaffrey over yards looks interesting around 33 to 35. I think if Debo doesn't play, that's going to be really good. So you feel like Debo is not playing. The numbers moved up the a bunch on, on Kittle and Ayuk, but they haven't really moved in the passing game for McCaffrey. So I think that's interesting. MVS really stepped up for them last week. His numbers at 13 and a half, kind of interesting there. Mahomes over one and a half touchdowns, kind of interesting. I didn't make any bets yet. I'll put up an article as we get later in the week, get some more information Thursday or Friday. I'll, I'll have it up on the site. We're putting all our betting picks up. You know, Dave's going to be putting up a lot of new ways to display our picks and stuff as well. So make sure you check it out at windailysports.com. I'll have it in an expert chat. Hopefully 2-0 NBA day for me, 1-0 NBA day for Dave. Um, the PGA guys did well again today. So I'm excited to watch these games. You know, I'm going to actually have some people over um, to watch the games. My, my birthday's on Monday. So going to be chilling out, watching the games, having some friends over. So. Either way, you know, hopefully have Vegas paid for prior to get to Vegas. So I've got Love to find it. some good props to hit um, and, and hopefully get some NBA plays throughout the week. But these are good matchups. I don't see, like Dave said, I don't see a blowout happening in San Fran, especially if Debo doesn't play. I wouldn't be shocked if Detroit makes it. I wouldn't be shocked if any of these teams can win. Every team is susceptible to, you know, possible damages. They've already been in bad spots. You know, KC could have lost that game. Baltimore is the only one that kind of cruised. But they struggled in the first half. You know, if Texas had a little bit more weapons, they could have they could have held up there. But I think Detroit and San Fran is going to be really interesting because San Fran is showing weaknesses, and Purdy is not. You know, we know he's not MVP esque, so they can get beat, man. A lot of interesting things going to happen this weekend. A lot of interesting things happen this weekend. Jason's got a birthday. We got the road to the Super Bowl, and we got the Royal Friggin' Rumble, baby. WWE fans. That's what Royal Rumble? About. What is it? Saturday is night, man. Seven yes. o'clock. Yes. Seven o'clock. Right. So it's it. Listen, it, it it's going to be fun, man. And and I will say this: I got to give for anybody listening. I, I it is it doesn't get enough love because. He's a newer guy, and you know he's just you know he he does man work on Twitter. I got to give it to him. But one of the guys that works with us at Wendell, one of the Dynasty Dogs, uh, Dynasty Dog Mike, did a really cool thread, 
and he compared different wrestlers to actual quarterbacks and it was it's super cool the way he did it like and and it's you got to be into wrestling and football but he literally had it's like a 12 uh 12 thread tweet about you know comparing guys did a couple other days so check that out man it was pretty cool but i'm looking forward to that uh you know my son's birthday is on the 27th so uh he's actually yeah i got one on the 28th my son there you go my son's gonna be 19 and i'm january's good so you guys can do since you guys aren't allowed to come to vegas one year, right. son's come out to Vegas and party with me. So, like, at least, like, you guys can. They yeah, can I'll have. Say, it, you know? I'm gonna be honest with you, man. I'm gonna be f- full transparency. I have no desire to go. Uh, I, I literally would love to just be home with my kids and hang I out. Hear, That's I, I mean, I, I. But your kids are younger, though, man. Like, it's yeah, different for you. Like, you know what I mean? My like, kids would be sad. Oh, dude, my my, they would be. What do you mean, Dad? What are you kidding me? Like, I'm not. Um, you know what? What? It's just it, it's funny. It's just it's just how we roll, man. He, and Jay will get there. He'll know. Enjoy it now, bro. That's all I gotta say. Enjoy it now. <laughs> Listen, I did. I when my kids were younger, I went to AC all the time for fantasy drafts and overnight. No big deal. But now that they're older and they actually want to hang with dad. I'm good, man. So, uh, but listen, everybody, as always, man, thanks for checking in. I, I love to see the Discord guys popping in the YouTube channel, which is a- excellent. Julian yes. checking in, Rat Pack, Mr. Albert checking in. Ed's always there. JT, always there. Um, but, you know, again, it's just pretty cool because, you know, we, we do a lot of work behind the scenes and we're trying to make this a community. And the only way we can be a community, we support each other. I'll be honest with you. Like, I, like I, I, I'll talk to people and, and, you know, we talk to people like their family. Um, especially through DMs, uh, you know, I'm offering to buy people drinks. Let's go out. Let's hang out. You ever in Philly, man? And I don't say that to brag. I just say that because it's just kind of like who I am. That's who we are. Uh, we're guys just like everybody else. So um, if you want to join a family, you want to join a community, man, pop in windowsports.com. Make sure you get in that Discord. Uh, Super Bowl is going to be popping, man. Like, I know this weekend's going to be big, but Super Bowl is going to be popping. And the one thing about Super Bowl is if – if for some reason, which there are a lot of people out there, maybe this will be the first time that they want to start betting when it comes to Super Bowl. That's usually when it happens, right? They get, ah, block pools are great. I want to do something different. Make sure you're popping to windowsports.com. DM one of us. Get in Discord because we have about eight to ten different deals to different sports books that we can give you the code for that you can obviously Get some good winnings and some deals as well. So, um, as always, everybody, much appreciate uh, my man Albert. Check it out. Yeah, man, all of us, bro. Like, from us to you, uh, you, you are real, man. I, I appreciate it. Uh, everybody in the Windale family, I hope everybody enjoys the games this weekend. Um, everybody stay safe. Stay healthy. Like I always say, man, don't drink and drive. And we'll catch you back here next week. Go, Bert. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.